Hello and welcome again to Climate Tracker Special Asia. I'm Diana Magkita. This is Re-Energizing Climate Stories in the Philippines, where we talk to Filipino journalists about climate journalism in our country. I can't believe that it's already the third episode of our series, and it's coming closer to home. Because in this episode, I talk to my colleagues at the ABS-CBN newsroom, where we fondly call each other Kapamilya, or family members. Reynald Ramirez and Alfred Rizal are focusing on digital and video journalism. We talk about the challenges of visualizing and simplifying climate issues so viewers can easily understand the topic. Hello, Ray and A. Welcome to the show and actually very happy to be with you because we're all Kapamilyas and I'm very, very excited to talk about the project we have with you. But first off, can we ask you about yourself? Can you tell us something about yourself? Let's start with, of course, the editor, Ray. Hello, Biena. Uh, good day to all the listeners. I am uh, Ray Ramirez. I am the senior producer of uh, Next Digital Video Team of ABS-CBN News. In Next, we specialize in visual storytelling. So we try to tell our stories using uh, animation and graphics. Um, that will cater to the digital Filipino audience. As the senior producer, I'm in charge of the editorial decision-making um, in the team. So we produce explainer videos on topics like um, um, coronavirus, health, culture. Um, we try to um, provide context on um, on the hottest stories of Um, that we report on mainstream. So we try to provide context and focus, provide um, the, the audience with a deeper understanding on the topics that we produce. I'm Alfredo Ruzol, but people call me A. I'm a video journalist, also in ABS-CBN Digital, the video team uh, next. I sometimes help with the research, uh, writing of the script, shoot, interview, and edit of the video. I pretty much look out of the whole process of producing the video. Yeah, so having said that, I wanted to ask why you actually entered this fellowship. Because normally we get applications for long-form articles and maybe sometimes podcasts and audio, but this is actually the first time we actually saw someone who applied and wanted to do a multimedia product. Why do you think it's important for us to like do a climate story in video? Well, the, the initial story that I sent to apply for this fellowship was there was this study about potential scenario of what will happen if the sea level will, conti- will continue to rise. And there was this scenario about the Metro Manila will sink permanently, will be submerged. So that was the initial story that uh, I was trying to, to develop more. But personally, because I'm very, I'm an advocate of environmental issues, so that's, and I wanted to practice environmental journalism. This is um, an opportunity to me and to really produce a story that people should talk about or very important issues that sometimes hindi masyado na na pag-usapan or hindi napapansin. So I think video is, of course, where every day we're scrolling social medias and we're seeing videos. And I think that's the lugar. <laughs> video is something that we're an expert of. Parang mas easy to digest kasi if pinapanood mo na lang siya. 
So, um, yung next video team kasi ng ABS-CBN News, um, it is a very young team. Nagsimula lang kami um, two years ago, parang six months before the pandemic. And our journalists are very young and we encourage them to try new ways of storytelling. And kaya our, our video journalists, we encourage them to, to apply in seminars and um, fellowship like this one. Para to hone the, the craft of, of journalism, um, we produce different kinds of stories like culture, history, corona, um, uh, health, about the coronavirus. And they need to have... Um, they, parang they need help in understanding um, environmental stories or stories about climate change more. So um, a fellowship like this, uh, this uh, the fellowship really helped uh, Alfredo as a young video journalist in, um, in understanding and in providing um, context sa story na ginagawa. So A, can you tell us about the story you're producing? Uh, um, right now, the story is about basically explaining what solar power is or how the solar panels I think uh, Attorney Ibai, our mentor, kind of guide us, guided us to how we will do the story. And one thing that she mentioned to us is was the relation to the cost of electricity. Doon namin kinuha yung uh, idea of the story. Ang introduction namin is about kung paano ka, gano'n ba ka laki yung nababayaran sa kuryente mo buwan-buwan. And then we will introduce the there's an alternative source of electricity na hindi siya gano'ng kagastos and makakatipid ka na malaki. I also tackled here yung future of um, solar power. Parang nasa na ba tayo in terms sa investment of renewable energy in general or to be specific sa solar power for the viewers or karamihan ng tao to, 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 so they can easily digest the story. I made it very simple or very um, conversational lang. Very basic actually na kung ano lang talaga yung gusto nilang marinig na mas makatipid ka if you use solar panels or if you use solar, solar energy. And uh, there's also the benefits of it, like you can apply for a net metering, stuff like that. And also, on, at the end of the story, I want to tackle the the problems that the Philippines are facing. Bakit ba parang hindi pa tayo, hindi pa ganun ka engage yung Philippines sa renewable energy, to be specific, sa solar powers. Ganun. And yeah, we're hoping, I'm hoping to interview Mr. Alberto Dalusong and Chief Data Scientist Jeffrey Manansala of Inter- Institute of Climate and Sustainable Cities about this. What has been the challenges you face? Because basically, actually doing something different from all the rest of the fellows. Oh, yes. Um, actually, this is the first time that I'm, I will produce a story about uh, renewable energy or anything um, connected to environmental issues. So this is really, really challenging. Yung sa data pa lang, data gathering, and yung paghahalongkat ng mga energy plan ng Department of Energy. That was, that, that took a while. Kasi I, I think we're also seeing na hindi ganun karami yung articles na napoproduce regarding um, renewable energy dito sa Philippines. There aren't that many environmental journalists in the Philippines. You know? So parang I have this opportunity na 
at least kahit papano kasama ako sa tinitiring ng kasama ako sa fellowship nito. Besides the scheduling, pretty much because dahil sobrang bago siya sa akin, or I haven't done this kind of story before, kaya I'm starting to medyo kumakapapa. But hopefully, um, meron pang mga susunod na stories and I do want to produce more stories about this. Di ba, Ray? Tatayagan ba ako ni editor? Senior producer. <laughs> well, yes, we encourage uh, different kinds of story naman sa, sa team. Just to add uh, with what um, a uh, Hashem, tingin ko yung isa sa challenge in this kind of story, telling it in a way that uh, that, that, that is engaging and that will um, parang hook the attention of the audience since we all know that uh, renewable energy, hindi eh, eh, siya alam ng maraming tao. A lot of people are not familiar with the term itself. So really, um, telling a story about it and focusing on social energy, the challenge is to parang to really hook the audience and get their attention. So it's it's really up to us to to, to really explain um, very well to to provide them with um, context and information about it. We are a visual um, platform, so that's an added challenge for the team because we have to in a way na maintindihan ng mga tao and we also have to engage them using animation and visuals na hindi sila ma-overwhelm. Yeah, but how do you think the mentors or mentors actually help you in crafting your story? Actually, nabanggit ko na to kay ano, attorney Ibai when we had one-on-one mentoring session with her. It was very conversational that the way um, she discussed energy efficiency, renewable energy, and solar power, it really helped us parang um, focus or pinpoint kung paano namin siya isusulat um, sa script namin. Because it was very conversational. Hindi niya kami nilunod sa mga jargon, sa mga terminology. So it was very helpful na inisa-isa niya. She talked about um, we need to change the habit ng mga tao when it comes to um, um, renewable energy. At hindi lang siya about transition. It is about transforming the community, the mindset, the policy of the government. When you are actually in the process of writing the story, what have you discovered? Like basically something you think na hindi possible before, aside from all the things you already said, Ray. What are the things that actually interest you with your research, I guess, A? Well, what interests me is the idea that we have these options, green energy options, clean and renewable energy. But yun din yung tanong ko yung attorney iba eh. Kung nakikita na natin na ito yung way to go sa future, bakit hindi natin siya bakit parang mabagal yung process of transitioning or transforming. And ang nakita ko naman is there's also a factor of finance. Parang yun yung nakita ko interesting dito kasi we also need money for us to have this transition. Right? So, and we can't really do anything about it if we don't have that financial um, support. So, I also dug into it more so san tayo mga ko ng ganun and then I I found out merong agreement noong 2019 na nagkasundo ang mga mayayamang bansa na magbigay ng kabuang uh, 100 billion US dollars by 2020 for developing countries like the Philippines. Pero they lack behind it. Parang kulang yung amount. So, I guess 
hindi yun yung gusto kong pag-usapan kila Mr. Uh, Alberto Dalusong and Jeffrey Manansala of ICSC kung ano ba yung other way natin to to really transition or to transform to renewable energy bababaan ba natin yung I don't know um kailangan ba talaga ng pera for for us to for this to work that's a developing story na I would also love to add don sa story sa sa final script siginagawa ko finally I just wanted to actually ask you what is your hope when you actually publish this story what is the end result that you are envisioning what we expect um to for people to actually take notice or at least talk about renewable energies because i think that starts there yung pag-usapan and then pag napag-usapan susunod na yung actions doon and sabi rin ni attorney ibay may isa siyang sinabi sa amin na there's also the the role of the youth naging engaged na sa sa future nila or sa sa clean um, energy future nila so i i I hope na uh, maging ano siya trending or uh, napag-usapan or at least ma parang ito yung bagong renewable energy is the new cool parang ganon <laughs> if there's a term na ganon siya and also to see the future of the renewable um, energy in the Philippines. Hopefully, um, our goal is for the video to, to become viral since um, we will share it on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, YouTube and ABS EBA news website. Um, hopefully, um, our audience would share it and um, would talk about the topic. Um, kasi nga napangkita rin ni A na kailangan niya panahon na para pag-usapan ng mga kabataan yung future ng when it comes to energy and power and climate change. And yun yung goal ng ano ng next as a team, mag-produce uh, ng, ng explainer videos na pag-usapan ng mga taong online. Ikaramihan ng mga um, audience sa social media ay mga kabataan. Yan. I, I'm very excited to see how you act, will actually visualize the story. And I know that this is a very challenging task for the both of you. So thank you very much for doing this. And really, really appreciate how you actually want to tell the story using a visual medium. So I'm very excited to see it. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for your time too. Thank, thank you. you. And that's it for this episode. I'm Biana Magbitang for Climate Tracker Specials Asia. If you want to read more about how we are re-energizing climate stories in the Philippines, you can find them on our websites, climatetracker.org or climatetracker.asia. Special thanks to Oxfam Pilipinas for making this project possible. For comments, suggestions, and feedback, You can email us at podcast at climatetracker.org. Hope you can join us again next time.